rise and shine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, friends. You are waking up with Rick and Carly. Powered by Bymart. The show starts now. Good morning. Hopefully you're having a great start to your day. Rick had a an embarrassing moment in front of my kids. I did? You did last night, yes. I was exercising and Oh yeah. He walks in and says, Are you doing Kegels? Right. Mm-hmm. It looked like you were doing well, I don't even know what a Kegel is to Correct. be. Correct. And with that's you. really where the trouble <laughs> came in. What is wrong with you said that's is that like a bad word? It's not a you said it was inappropriate for me to say that in front yes. of your kids. Why? So a kegel yeah. is when you, a woman tightens their pelvic floor. <laughs> I'm trying to put <laughs> it in like how the you it, most huh? <laughs> family-friendly way possible. Okay. I was not doing that. I was doing like bridges with my legs. I, what do I know? I, all I know is you you shamed me in front of your children. All I know is that you throw out things you have no idea what you're talking well, about. Well, that's why I ask questions, though. Oh. I'm trying to learn as I go through life. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what we're all here for? Yes. Isn't that what God put us down on this earth for? And that's why I'm sharing. <laughs> you probably should not do what Rick did and throw out like, hey, honey, are you doing Kegels? Is that offensive then when I say something like that? A, like, a like bit. I thought it was a good thing. No. I was wanting to be there as a support oh, system yes. for you. Yeah, no. Kegel away, baby. Nope. Love you. Don't You're doing a great job. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> so when it comes to that word, we just, just should, don't use it. guys should stay away from that kind yeah, of stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I'm still learning. <laughs> people are talking online about questions people rarely answer honestly. And mm, like when you go to the doctor and they say, Have you been drinking alcohol? <laughs> no. Well, maybe a tiny bit. What's a tiny bit? I only drink socially. The problem is I have a party every night. (laughs) For about three hours. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, that kind of stuff. That's what we're talking about. So things like, how are you? What do people, what do you usually say when someone says, how are you? You have to say fine or good and then move on. How are you? Then why do we even ask the question? I don't know. Like it's stupid. Remember we had that one boss that would always tell us exactly how he was every time we'd ask that question. And no one wanted to hear it. Nobody wanted to hear how bad his life was or (laughs) all the negativity that flew out. That's why. You just say, okay, I'm fine. Mm. I remember asking a guy how he was one time. His name's Peter. Yeah. And Peter looked at Peter's a little bit different than the normal guy. <laughs> Peter looked at me and said, and there's about 10 people around. He says, why? And I said, well, I, I don't know. It's just, you know, wanting to. Making conversation. Yeah, yeah. He says, do you really care how I am? <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that you're all right and things are fine. I mean, I I'm not sure if I like care, care, but. <laughs> He's, you said I'm not sure. Yeah, he gets care. into this whole thing. I'm like, I was just saying hi. You know you what? Know? I'm with Peter because it's just <laughs> stupid. You are? It is dumb that we do this because okay. everyone just wants that answer. Yeah. How about this one? People rarely answer it honestly. Did someone pass gas? Yeah. Somebody. Yeah, I smell it too. Was it, was it me? Was it me? Was it me? Yeah. No, it's never you. Never. Some people think it's real funny to do that and mm-hmm. blame somebody else. Oh, I know they do. Especially like you innocent little ladies who think that 
Yeah, it you can't can be get us. away with everything. Well, you do get away with it. My mom used to do this in elevators <laughs> with my dad. And so the only people that were in there was those two. Who hey, do you think they thought it was? Your dad. Right. 100%. And my mom's laughing later on. I love He's it. like, are you serious? I think it's Again? Best. Come on. High five, Karen. High five. <laughs> uh, how much do you weigh? I don't know who's asking these questions, but every once in a while, like I'm a petite person. So people mm. feel like they can ask me how much I weigh. And I'm like, no, I'm not telling like, you. I'll bet you weigh 100 pounds soaking wet, huh? Yeah, how much do you weigh exactly? Like, I don't really want to uh, discuss man. that. And if I do answer, I'm lying to you. I always tell the truth on that one. You do, it, I, but most people lie. How yeah. old are you? That's another one. Uh, how many people have you slept with? <laughs> I can't remember the answer. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Too many to The safe... Is that the safe answer, though? If you say you can't remember, that's, that's not a not good answer. That's not a good answer at all. No. But then but otherwise, you're probably lying. It's not a good lying. answer when you're saying 37. Yeah, no. Wait a minute. It was 38. I'm sorry. It was 38. <laughs> I forgot about the one time out in Cabo. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Parents do this. I do this every day. How was school? Yeah. You, kids that, are like, fine. It's the fine question, only for kids. I actually think parents do want to know genuinely how we school was. Do, they want to hear about their day. The kids don't want to tell us. No, they don't. Are you mad at me? You have to say no. Depends on who you are. Yeah, depends guys, on the relationship. Guys, you have to say no. The answer is no. Mm-hmm. Okay, You can still kind of slyly get into a conversation of whatever's bothering you. Yeah. But don't tell her you're mad at her. Because uh-uh, that just leads to full-blown <laughs> massive argument. Yes. Uh, a lot of standard interview questions. So, like, tell us about a time you had conflict in the workforce. Or tell us one thing that you're not good at. I, I hate it's those like, questions. I'm not going to answer that, honestly. No way. In today's day and age, you have to be prepared for those questions. You do. So yeah. i got to train my son. He's kind of getting into the workforce now. Yeah. And he's becoming a, an adult. Mm-hmm. These are coming, bud. Don't be too honest. Yeah. One more question that people rarely answer honestly. Mm-hmm. Did you get my message? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Oops. I think I it's ridiculous when people say, I didn't get your text message. Yeah, I do too. Who, They're lying. I get all the text messages. Yeah, me too. Like, nobody ever tells me, that, hey, you didn't get my message. Yeah. No, because I got it. And I responded right away. My ex-husband does You're liars. This, and it's like... Yeah, you get everyone's messages but mine. I'm also going to add one more to this list. Please. The whole, like, if you live with someone and let's say they're in charge of the bills and you're the one that's in charge of the mail and you keep getting these messages saying that the bills are late (laughs) and then you ask the person, like, hey... How come I, well, it looks like you didn't pay this? Oh, no, no, no. That's their fault. Yep. A little mistake on their end. Every but I've time? got like 19 different people. Yep. Yeah, they're all making they're mistakes. All making but mis- you don't worry. I know what I'm doing. Trust I'm going to clean this whole thing I'm up. I'm paying on time. <laughs> this is Deal Breakers with Rick and Carly in the morning. Holly's boyfriend is uh, he's unplugging. All right? mm. No phones, no emails, no computers, none of that stuff. He just wants to get away from all of it. Which sounds good. I Half the time, I feel like I want to do that. Totally. But you're not liking this, Holly. Why? Uh, well, for me, um, I, he doesn't like have a cell phone, practically. Like, he got a, a landline. So, this, okay. is, this is hard. Is- of course, he's not on social media, media, like, hardly wants to watch TV. And, like, I would like to talk. 
him into actually getting into the world of technology like the rest of us. You know, it's so much part of our lives and mm-hmm. how we communicate. Like, I have relationships where I just send memes to people. Yes, I want something deeper than that, but like... It's hard for you to get in touch with them if you if you need to tell them like, hey, sure. baby, you want to go out to dinner tonight? Stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, And also like, did you see, you know, uh, that funny meme where, like, because there's memes that are, like, people everybody knows about or, yeah. like, okay. you want to relate to some of nuances. Okay. Yeah. You know? Okay. Well, uh, let's give your boyfriend Bronson a uh, call and see if he's willing to come back over to the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? Bronson. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Who's this? My name's Carly. Uh, my partner Rick is with me. We do a morning show on the radio. Bronson, is this so? This number we just called—is this a landline that you have? Yeah, this is my landline. Okay, you you don't do the cell phone thing then anymore. Nah, not really. I just, okay, you know, want to get off the grid. So yeah, yeah. How do you like that? Is it working for you? I mean, I, I actually like it. Um, you know, I'm, I, I like being disconnected from technology. Mm-hmm. So you know? uh, that's great. We totally understand that. Uh, we were actually talking to your girlfriend, Holly, though, and uh, she wanted to discuss this whole unplugging thing with you because there's just, just a few things that she <laughs> has been struggling with. Um, yeah. Holly? Yeah, thank you. Um, hey, babe. Yeah, we, we got to talk. I, I know you're into this whole unplugging thing, but I feel like you've taken it a bit too far, and I, I can't even get a hold of you much anymore, like, unless you're at home, like you are now, or work, but you don't have a cell phone. It's hard. I mean, I know, and this is just something that I chose to do. Like, I love it. You know, I'm not attached to some stupid phone all day. I actually get to go out and do things now. Like, I, I talk to real people and have real conversations. You should try it. I can't. I can't even handle you doing this. I love my phone. And honestly, I really like social media, so that's a no for me. Well, I mean, I, I don't know what you're asking for me because I'm not getting back social media at all. You can okay. understand how she wants to connect with you a little bit more, right? Maybe on a, a deeper type of a level. Well, and we just live in a world where it's pretty easy to get a hold of each other, and we've gotten used to that. So with you not having a cell phone, it just makes it difficult. Right, Holly? Yeah. Yeah, like just a cell phone, like, so you can, I can get a hold of you. Like, even a flip phone would be a step. Would you do? Would you think about maybe doing a TikTok video with your girlfriend? How that's, about that? No, <laughs> baby steps, Rick. Oh, that's later on. I'm sorry. <laughs> what about the flip phone, uh, Bronson? Could you do a flip phone? Uh, Holly, let me think about it. You know, sometimes I just I just don't want to be available to anyone. Why is a flip phone better than a, a typical well, uh, smartphone? Well, with the I, flip I phone, it. you're not getting on social media or apps or playing oh, around or looking okay. Google up, all that stuff. You're just yeah. kind of, it's a normal phone, okay. but it's not connected to the landline. That's, that's kind of meeting in the middle, don't you think, I Bronson? I feel like it is. I mean, it is. I mean, look, I, I want to be there for you, of course, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I may consider just getting a flip phone. Okay. 
What do you think about that, Holly? Um, yeah, I appreciate that. Like, oh. could we also consider turning on the TV at your house sometimes? Holly, there's more to life than just TV and cell phones. <laughs> one, one step at a time, Holly. Start with the flip phone. Well, y- yes. Don't uh, don't worry. Yeah. You, you ladies are really good at this kind of thing. He he cracks the door open. He you'll open it wide here within a, a few weeks. No problem. That's what we do. <laughs> Deal breakers. Best would you rather ever? Ooh. Would you rather's are kind of fun to play. Always. This is the best one ever. Are you ready, Carly? I think so. All right. So one day, a wizard steps up to you and hands you a big binder full. of pages okay inside is everything anyone has ever said about you oh not to you but behind your back mm-hmm. okay it's all written out with context in chronological order family friends co-workers so this is like from birth former partners strangers yeah from birth your whole life wow. okay this includes all positive and negative comments but everything that's in the book was said without you present. Right. Now you have two choices. You hand the binder back and say, no, thank you. Or you read the binder, but you have to read every single comment. So you can't stop. No matter how overwhelming or depressing mm-hmm. it is, you got to read all or none. Which do you choose? I have to see it. I have to know. You have to. I'm just that kind of a person. You're going to read the book? I want oh to my gosh. know. Wow. And I'm sure a lot of it would be like, oh, oh, that hurts. But then there would be some good stuff. Not that would kind of carry me through. Yes, be no. mostly bad stuff. Mm-mm. People talking behind your back, it's usually the bad mm-hmm. stuff. No, the good stuff the, they tell you to your face. Oh, that's true. <laughs> here's some, here's, I didn't expect that answer from you. Would you? I would say no. I, I don't, I don't no. want to see it. Okay. I mean, of course you're kind of tempted, but why? It's just going to make you feel like garbage. Yeah, there's enough in life we got to deal with. You don't want... Ignorance is bliss. Isn't that the saying? I know, but I'm just too curious of a person. Here's a few comments from our listeners. Amy Mick says, when I was younger, I'd have wanted to. Now, not so much. I think I can pretty much tell by... How they treat me. Good point. Interesting. Lahoma Turner says, hand it back. It's none of my business what others think of me. Yeah. It's none of your business. It's you. <laughs> They're yeah, talking about just, you. She just means like, I don't care. I just don't care. D. Cochran uh, agrees with you. Says, read it all. Yeah. Exclamation, exclamation, because exclamation. that way, those people that say nasty things behind your back, you can just get rid of them. Cut them out of your life. Yeah. James Park says, hand it back. If they don't have the nerve to say it to my face, then I really don't care what they had to say. <laughs> George Smith says, I, I don't have to read anything. I know that I was an SOB, job-oriented, mission-driven man that was willing to put my butt on the line for the benefit of my people. Oh, and wow. the members of my staff were either great or they're gone. Oh, boy. I bet he's got a big book. Sounds very militant. Yeah. I'll bet he's got a big book, you say. <laughs> yep. uh, Tammy says, absolutely none. She says, I've heard enough to my face. I do not want to know what people mm. say behind my back. Okay. And then Kat Dislaurier says, I want to read it all. I love hearing from my fan club. <laughs> I like that spin on it, my fan club. Time for some showbiz buzz with Rick and Carly in the morning. 
several celebrities are saying they had real-life encounters with serial killers. So Ashton Kutcher says that in 2001, he was supposed to go on a date with a woman. And when he showed up at her house to pick her up, she didn't answer the door. So he peeked through a window, saw what he thought were wine stains on the carpet and left. Turns out they were blood stains. And the what? Yes, I'm not kidding you. So this isn't like uh, some stock or whatever. This is like a random situation where they just came across a serial killer. Yes. This woman had been murdered by a guy known as the Hollywood Ripper, and Ashton Kutcher ended up testifying at his trial. Wow. Yeah. Chris Farley grew up in uh, view of the Mendota Mental Health Institution in Wisconsin, and I guess this was home to the guy who inspired both Psycho and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So as a kid, Chris Farley says he was constantly worried that one of the psychos would escape and break into their Could home. Could you imagine living around that? He was like that close. He's just like, oh my gosh. I'd be, I'd be having nightmares every night too. Yeah. And then Woody Harrelson, uh, his dad is Charles Harrelson, who was uh, involved in dozens of murders. He even claimed to kill JFK, which is... So his dad was his the murderer dad. then? Yeah. And wow. uh, Woody Harrelson eventually developed a guarded relationship with his dad in prison. Mm. Everyone's still talking about Lady Gaga and her performance at the Oscars, makeup free, in a t-shirt, and ripped jeans. Okay. And so are we talking about her performance or are we talking about her outfit? Her look. Yes. The no makeup. I, I'm, down. I'm in, interested in hearing what people say. I liked it. Did you? That, that, that's just me. I thought she looked uh, younger. I thought she looked More attractive. Fine. The biggest thing is people are, are asking why. Like, it's the Oscars. Why? You got to be glamorous. Mm-hmm. But she's, I mean, I don't know if it was the Oscars that she wore the meat dress to, or if it was one of the other award <laughs> shows. about the meat dress. She's gone all it's over like the place. It's like something out of Jackass, huh? Yeah, it was, that was crazy. <laughs> she just said that it's a really meaningful song that she sang, mm-hmm. and she wanted to really strip it down, even in a literal sense, and just kind of show mm. off her voice. Yeah. More than anything else, her and voice it. was good. I didn't really like the song a whole lot, but yeah. I, I mean, she—you she, could tell it meant something to her. Mm-hmm. She put everything into that, yeah. And it is funny how it does grab attention when a woman doesn't wear makeup. You're kind of like, oh, whoa, what is or a dress? Yeah, exactly. Right. Nev Campbell did not reprise her role as Sydney Prescott in Scream Six because of a salary dispute. That's pretty widely known. Mm-hmm. Uh, after we watched the movie, I was like, okay, is there going to be a Scream 7? There will be, of course. They're making money. Yeah, creators are saying, yes, Scream 7 will probably come sooner rather than later. And they say they are not giving up on getting Nev Campbell back. Mm-hmm. So my prediction is they're going to offer up a lot of money. You think? Yeah. They don't need her, though. But maybe I it think would be gonna, even bigger if she came back. I think they're going to offer her about the same as they did last then time. Then she and won't say, take, take it. Yeah, of course she will. You think she'll take it? What else does she have? Mm. She was trying to call their bluff last time, but it wasn't a bluff. And they said, see ya. We need to make a little wager on this. Let's do it. See if we're getting Sydney back. Meanest thing you've ever heard a kid say. Ooh. And I'm not talking like they are are, are calling you fat or, or they're... Like the nanner nanner type of stuff or where they're bullying. trying to be mean. No, I'm not talking that. I'm talking about really little like toddlers. Oh, yeah. And they're just being honest. And it comes out and us as adults are like, mm-hmm. oh. 
Like I babysat for a little girl and one time I went over and she said, how come your face looks like a pizza? <laughs> she did? Because you I have acne. acne. Okay. Oh, wow. She didn't mean to be rude. She was just curious. She was wondering why. Yeah. Uh, last week I heard a three-year-old in a baby seat on the back of a bicycle tell his grandma, Grandma, I hope my butt's huge like yours someday. Oh, wow. <laughs> Grandma's like... He didn't even say mm, big. Huge. huge, yes. All right, so we open this up to our listeners online. Here's what we got. Ann Nichols, uh, she says, looking at old photos, a little boy said, I didn't know Mom used to be skinny. Oh. <laughs> Mom. Dang it. <laughs> Didn't your, it uh, was your nephew said something about your, oh, yes. your brother-in-law. What was that? We thought, because my sister said when we were all together, I, I have an announcement. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what the announcement was, but we all assumed that she was going to announce that she was pregnant. So we're like, oh my gosh, are you pregnant? She's like, no, I'm not pregnant. And her little toddler popped up and said, my dad looks like he's pregnant. <laughs> And then he lost a bunch of weight oh, yeah. after he that. He dropped like 30 pounds so quick. <laughs> How old? Which one was that? Was that Sam or Luke? It was, uh, yeah, I can't remember their twins. It was either oh. Sam or Luke, but they were probably four at the time. Okay. Yeah. Alan Russell says, as uh, this is a wedding reception. Little kid told one of the guests, your teeth are dirty. Do you brush them? Oh. <laughs> Sad. Deb Tajay says, my granddaughter was about two. She told me I had soft skin. Oh, that's nice. That is nice. I told her, you have soft skin too. And she said, well, mine doesn't have lines in it though. Oh. (laughs) Well, someday, kid. Mindy Olson says, I have a tattoo on my forearm that is uh, natural looking lips. Mm -hmm. I had a kid tell me I had ringworm. Ringworm, because it does kind (laughs) of look like that. Yeah. Yeah. Amy Mick says, my dad... Uh, oh, okay. My dad said this to a kid at church. You need to wash your hands after using the bathroom. Mm-hmm. The kid looks at him and says, you're bald. What? My dad says, well, I didn't wash my hands when I was little. Oh. The kid scrubs his hands He's really like, oh, well yeah, I don't, I don't want <laughs> to look like that. Like <laughs> One more. Kirsten Osmond says, my eight-year-old grandson wanted something from the fridge and I went to get up, and he put his hand up to stop me. Said, no, mm. no, stay where you are. Okay. You're old. I'll get it myself. Oh. <laughs> hey, I'd take that. I'd be like, yeah, you go get it. That's right. I'm old. I can't help myself. It's the phone call no one wants to get. Rick and Carly's Laugh Line. Natalie's husband called us up and said that his wife has a major diet soda problem. Well, I can relate to oh that. Oh my gosh. Yes. There's other people out there, Carly. It's not just I know. you. Yeah. Yes. So her name's Natalie. We're going to call her from the city's water department and tell her that her water is going to be replaced with Diet Coke, <laughs> which sounds like just a wonderful thing to me. I would love it if our. Th- this is what her husband wanted, huh? Yes. <laughs> and we're going to tell her that, you know, it's going to it's gonna boost the economy and. You would love it if that happened in our house. Is that what you were saying? Sure. You turn on the faucet, little Diet Coke. Awesome. (laughs) All right. Let's give Natalie a call. Hello? Uh, Yes, hello. Is this Natalie? Yes, speaking. Who's this? 
Natalie, hello. My name's Rick. I am from the city's water department. We just wanted to let you know, got a little uh, something special for you. Uh, we're going to be turning your water off and replacing it with Diet Coke. I'm sorry, what? Diet Coke. You're yeah. replacing my water with Diet Coke? Yeah. Come on, that's stupid. Hear me out. What are you talking about? You're going to still have a water tank to shower with and for the toilet, but that's not drinkable water. And since you don't drink much water anyway, this will help boost our economy and save water. It's a win-win for everybody. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't make sense. And how is that a win? I don't want diet... So what? Don't you like no. well you don't you like diet coke? You drink a lot of diet coke, right? But I want water. Well, you get listen, you're going to get the soda fountain for just 14.95 a month, and since you rarely drink water, that 14.95 will probably be saved in your water bill anyway. You see how it's no. all it, No, all, no, no, I don't want that. Yes. Sometimes I do drink water. Well, not and very. Need water to, you, to survive. Well, be honest though. Do you really drink water that much? Not very often, right? It, it doesn't matter how much I, the humans need water to survive. You can't just take my water and replace it with with soda. Well, we're gonna go through people. This we're not just targeting you. There's a lot of different people. We're going through all the people that use the least amount of drinking water, switching it to the beverage of their choice. If you don't want Diet Coke, we could do something else. But we've kind of gone off your grocery store activity, and yours is Diet Coke. You, you, you can't be serious. I, I'm, is- I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, you're on Rick and Carly's Laugh Line. Natalie. <laughs> Your husband. Did my husband put you up to this? Yes, yes. yes. He said you drink a lot of Diet Coke, and I do too, so I got you, girl. But we still want our water. We want the option right. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Oh, my. You guys, you guys got me. (laughs) Rick and Carly's Laugh Line, every morning at 725. Got a 25-year-old woman who noticed that her company posted a job listing for the same job she does. (laughs) That is never good. Mm-mm. She's a tech writer, and the advertised pay was a lot more than she was making. Oh, that's even worse. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get rid of me, and you're going to pay somebody more. Yeah. Then and, I've been here for like 10 years. And it gets even worse because she says that she's been trying to get a salary bump for months without any luck. So <laughs> she brilliantly applied for the new gig. <laughs> She did. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. The company responded by taking the listing down and then reposting it as a separate job. Then oh. they claimed it was an internal posting and wasn't meant for anyone to apply externally. Well, if they post it as an external or a different type of a job, can't mm-hmm. she just say, well, I want that job? Yeah. Can you give me that job and then hire somebody else for this job? Mm-hmm. She says, surprisingly, she hasn't been contacted about her application for the new higher paying job. <laughs> she's gone. Yeah. She's, like, she, she actually to prepare herself. She says that she expects to be fired for drawing attention to this whole fiasco, but uh, that hasn't happened yet. Rick and Carly's $1,000 Minute. 10 questions, 60 seconds, $1,000. Hello. Hey. Tom, hey, for, am I ten? Uh, you are ten thousand dollars. You ready to win that, my friend? 
am. All right. Good deal. Who's this? This is Bill from Tuna. All right, Bill, what are you doing this morning? I am about to park, which is going to make it easier to hear you. Perfect. You've got to focus. I'm going to work. Ah, well, hang on. We're gonna. We're just going to take 60 seconds of your time. If you can answer all 10 questions correctly within 60 seconds, Bill, you win $1,000 cash. That's great. I hope so. If you uh, if you get stumped, Bill, just say pass. We'll uh, move on to the next question, okay? Okay. All right, Bill, for all the money, all the marbles, here we go. Your clock starts now. What are the first three numbers in the mathematical constant pi? The three seven one. Michael Jackson was known as the king of what? Pop. Who is Ashton Kutcher married to? Mila Kunis. Name a store in the Boise Town Square Mall. Uh, J.C. Penny. What's nine plus seventeen plus four? Thirty. Who plays Sidney Prescott in the Scream franchise? Uh, Matt Campbell. What is the zip code to Beverly Hills? 90210. Boise's only food hall is located off of what street? Up front. What direction does the sun rise from? Yeah, that's, that's correct. Oh, East. You only missed two. You missed 8th Street mm-hmm. in downtown Boise. And then you missed oh. Pi. Pi is 3.14, which today is Pi Day. Oh, it is, isn't it? 314. Uh. Yeah, 3.14. <laughs> you were ripping no, it up, it. though. You did some good stuff, Really Bill. good, don't, don't be too hard on yourself, okay? So that was 10 questions, huh? We're, uh, that was nine. No, you that ran was out nine. of time. The last question. Oh, I, did, I didn't hear the... Uh, yeah, we didn't get to the last yeah. one. There wasn't no. enough time. No. Yeah. Well, we're going to give you a big radio hug right now and let you get to work. Okay, Bill? All right. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. We are going to play Would You Rather Job Edition. Okay. So there's the, the never-ending debate of does money buy happiness? No, it doesn't buy happiness. Yes, more money is better. It's not a debate. It's not a debate. There's one answer. What? Money does buy happiness. Everybody that's saying it doesn't mm. is a liar. Mm-hmm. Or they're just naive to money buys happiness, or it gets you, it helps you with happiness. Maybe helps. I don't know that it's like the no, key. it does. It buys it. Okay, <laughs> let's see how you answer this. Would you rather question? Would you rather have a low-paying job that you absolutely love, or a high-paying job that you hate? It is important to love what you do. Yes, that's a complicated question. Mm-hmm. There's lots of specifics. Before really answering that in life, I would have to know a lot of different things. But if that's all the information that I have, yes. that I have to go off of, I'm picking the job that I hate and I make a lot of money. Because mm-hmm. So I'll work eight hours. Standard work week, For yes. either job, right? Correct. But then after the eight hours, you have to go home. And if you can't pay your bills or... Or you don't have a car to get to work. Mm-hmm. Your family is starving. These types of things. 
I, I'm willing to sacrifice for my family so that they have food and clothing. Oh, wow. Look at you and a roof over their head. So sweet. Thinking That's my of others. sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yes, I yeah. would do the same as you. Like that would be my answer. Yes, I would take the I want high the paying money. job. I will also say this though, Rick. If you take that high paying job that you hate, I don't want to live with you. Because you will come, yeah, home complain about and it complain all day long, and complain and complain. Yeah, but at least like, you can eat a burrito if you want to eat a burrito. You know, I, I can buy you one. True, but <laughs> I just don't think it's worth I, these it. people that say like, and I, I do think it's important. I chose radio. I got yeah. into radio because I hated. I was construction. Doing, yes, I hated construction. I was doing manual labor. Yes. And I was framing houses, and I absolutely hated it. And I made really good money doing that. But if somebody said, "Hey," You're going to make $200,000 a year doing construction, or you're going to make $50,000 a year doing radio. I choose construction. Oh, come on, I would, 100%. If you're doing construction, I don't even want to live in the same state as you. I know. It'd be hard, but I will sacrifice for the good of others. You go make a bunch of money, and you're going to be living alone. (laughs) I didn't know this, but I guess pot has strong ties to Jamaican culture. Oh, yeah. Anyway. The ganja. I think yeah. they call it ganja out ganja. there, don't they? A uh, 37-year-old American woman busted after trying to bring about 20 ounces of weed into Jamaica. And when she was caught, she told the customs officer she wanted to show her Jamaican friends that there is better weed in the United States. Yes. Mm-hmm. You show me yours, I'll show you mine. Yeah. The woman was from New York, had a license to have marijuana for medicinal purposes, but she did oh. not have permission to have it in Jamaica. So she has been ordered to pay a fine of $30,000 and she has to do oh 30 gosh. days in jail. That's a fine line with all the laws and the, yeah. it's very confusing now, don't you think? She's like, hey, this is part of our culture. And this stuff's better. Yeah. You're going to deprive the Jamaicans of better weed? This is what we do anyway. Come to, on. I'm trying to make this world a better place. I, um, I just learned that the average man uses two pillows when sleeping at night, which sounds pretty standard, right? That's what you use, yeah. That is what I use, you're right, yeah. The average woman uses four pillows when they sleep at night. That's what I use? No. Yes, is that I, what you think you use? One for under my head, <laughs> two on, you know, one on the right side, one on the left side, and then one on top, and that kind of serves as like a weighted blanket for me. That's what you think. Carly uses nine pillows a comforter, an extra blanket, a random pair of pants, no, stuffed animals, an empty plate of food, phones, remotes, AirPods, computers. There's some other stuff in there. I'm right? only admitting to the random pair of pants and the phone because I do sleep there by my so phone. There's so many clothes that just kind of come out of the Because bed. I start with like pajamas on and then it gets too hot and then I take yeah. this off and then that off. And, yeah. It is like the cave of wonders over there. I, you don't venture in because you have no idea if you're getting out. That that cave will swallow you whole. Would you not agree though that overall I I sleep better than you do? <laughs> it's because you got a straight jacket on. Well, maybe you should come you to the dark move. side. Try it out. <laughs> I don't. Two pillows is fine for me, baby. Huh. I'm staying over here. Okay. Rick and Carly in the morning.